Hello, friends, and welcome to Brotherly Love Gaming, the show where two brothers talk through the past, present, and future of our lives in gaming. My name is Alex, and with me today is my brother Spence. What's up, guys? So, behind the scenes here, uh, if you saw our last video on Nintendo, the Nintendo Direct, we are recording this immediately afterwards. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Because uh, we uh, needed to talk about Kingdom Hearts 3. Now that we have both finished it, so Spence took about five days. It took me about two weeks. <laughs> five? It took me two. Two days? Okay, two days. I, I beat it the Thursday after it came out. It came out on oh, Tuesday. Okay. okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Two days, and then two days. Give credit where it's due. Two weeks for me. Or maybe three days. It might, it might have been Friday. I'm not sure. Uh, I forget what day we were. Two or three. But uh, we're all this. We're both done now, and we wanted to talk about it. So... Yes. um. Do you want to start off since I'm sure you've just been bottling up your opinions for two weeks now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, major spoilers ahead, disclaimer. Yeah, we're going to spoil the entire game now. If you plan on playing the game, do not watch this video. I'm warning you now. Don't give me the crap in the comments that we didn't warn you. So, some major points here. Mm hmm. I think we talked about in the last uh, uh, video where you were like, oh, I'm not sure what Vexen is about. Um, yeah. And, the, and also how the four are the chosen, the chosen ones from Xemnas mm -hmm. to the, the four organization members. Right. And implying that they had Keyblade history or something like that. Yeah, the Keyblade legacy, I think, was the phrase you used. Yeah. yeah. So let's just start by saying, holy crap. Vexen just was like, nah, screw this. I want to atone. I'm on Anthem the Wise's side. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want anything to do with Anza or uh, Zemnis and Xehanort. I'm on, I want to be on the good side. Um, now, all of this relates to the girl that is unnamed throughout the whole game. Um, I, I'm my literally like my notes are all over the place. Um, I had a few key things I wanted to touch on that were related to the very end of the game. Right. Um, the maze. The very end, like, well, let's just start about the Keyblade graveyard in general. That whole thing where you where you start to travel there mm -hmm. to the very end. What are your What are your thoughts? Uh, just as like a set piece, um, I thought it was it was cool, especially that you. Not that it actually like really affects anything, but you're kind of given a choice of like who do you want to go try to save first, you know? Because I'm like, oh, obviously I'm going to go save Riku first. And then okay, obviously I'm going to go save Kyrie first, you know? And I don't think it actually matters at all which way you go. I'm sure all the cutscenes are the same. But I thought that was a nice little you know way to make it feel important. Um, and I thought it was cool that you kind of basically get to fight like multiple boss level enemies at the same time was a, which is a really cool challenge at that point in the game. And it then was, the fact yeah. that, that the fact that each character then also gets like their own little moment at the end, as you kill yeah. them, you know, I thought was also pretty yeah. cool. And some of them don't make sense. Cause like it's, it doesn't show the other person that you're fighting with and like it, like how are you having this specific moment? Yeah. The other person's just waiting. Yeah. Just like, just chilling like hey let, yep i'm gonna let you have your moment but you know the fight's got to continue uh it doesn't make sense but it is really cool i like how each of them have their own little reasoning most of them are like yeah i hated the organization thank you for setting me free basically which is cool 
mm-hmm. um, kind of a good way to wrap things up. And, and they all basically are like, you know, now that I'm going to be a somebody again, I hope we can become friends, which is, which is cool. Um, I think the only one that doesn't do that is Larxene. Because <laughs> she's just, you know. <laughs> yeah, because she's got kind of her own weird deal. And, uh, yeah. and she even says that like, she was just along for the ride. And then so it's like, what ride? And she, and she just says that that's her secret, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that ties into, you know, her background. Um, the, whole, the whole Keyblade Legacy thing that's, that was alluded to. Um, Vanitas also doesn't repent at all, but dude's just literally darkness personified. So why would he? You know? Yeah. Uh, I thought that was kind of, that's kind of neat when they're like, you know, you have a choice about who you can be. He's just like, yeah, I know. And I choose to be evil. <laughs> and then he's just like, peace out, homies, and just disappears into the darkness. And I was like, all we right. just talk about that whole, well, actually, not even, not even the Ventus part. Well, although that was cool. Well, actually, that's another point I wanted to touch on. The Terra thing that you texted me. You were like, what? Um, oh, right. <laughs> so, Terra was the freaking shadow from yeah. literally Kingdom Hearts Apparently 1 the whole, the whole time. time. Yeah. Literally the whole time you, we we had Terra right in front of us. And we, like, that was mind-blowing when I yeah, saw that. that. was, was like, really cool to us. And I, I like, actually, crap. Um, I remembered after the fact that I had seen like on Reddit or maybe on YouTube, I had seen someone like make the case that that was true. And I was just like, no, okay, whatever. And didn't like give him, give him much thought. And then like when it actually happened, I was like, no, wait, this actually does make a lot of sense. And this is really awesome. And I love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so props to whoever that, was that person cool. was called it in advance. Cause that was, really, yeah. that was really great. Uh, uh, he's got another great moment when the lingering will shows up and fights back um, against Terranort. And then yeah. turns his keyblade into a cannon. Yeah. And that's pretty sick. I like that moment too. Which apparently though, <clears throat> to address like a potential flaw of the game is that so like that part happens because you when you talk to Namine in the last world, she's like, you know, oh I found like Tara's memories, I might be able to do something. And like I had the thought, oh, she's gonna contact the lingering will somehow okay that makes sense so then when he showed up i was just like hell yeah but i saw a lot of people that apparently like you don't actually have to talk to nominee in the final world at all you can just totally miss it so a lot of people i went around and talked to all of them yeah so did i and then well i talked to i think like three or four of them and then i talked to the mystery voice and then was like oh at least one of these has a voice more of them might have a voice and then i found nominee and then the rest of them didn't have voices as far as I know, anyway. Um, so I got to, got it that way, but I saw some people being like, yeah, I didn't even talk to Namine in there, so I had no idea, and then the lingering will just shows up, and I was like, what the hell, you know? But cool right. moment, I think. Cool moment. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, the Keyblade Graveyard, I think, as a whole, I mean, as I was texting you as I was finishing the game, it took me like two or three days, I think, to play through the entire ending, because it's a long-as-hell ending. From the time you you know, drive to the fly to the eclipse to land in the Keyblade graveyard to the time that you actually the finish the game. Part. The Gebby ship uh, battle? Well, not the battle itself, but getting there was just such a pain in the ass. Like, it was just like twists and turns mm-hmm. and yeah. Driving around I was like, inside of a spaceship. Yeah. Um, 
but I thought that whole bit was really cool. Like Master Yen Sid swoops in, it's just mm-hmm. like I'll hold them off, and then right before literally everyone dies, you know, Donald like sacrifices himself to, to blast. <laughs> Yeah, which was so cool, and everybody's like, "No!" And Sora's like, "Yeah, that was awesome." And he's like, "Wait, what just happened?" Yeah. And then the tornado swoops in and kills everybody, and Sora's like, "Dead, but not dead." Um, I thought that was weird. I also really like this is weird, but I really thought there was going to be like an achievement or something for trying to collect all the Soras that were like flying around. So I literally just like ran around and collected like, what are you supposed to collect? Like a hundred? Hundred eleven, I think. Yeah, I literally collected like 250 and I was just like, this is pointless. Like, I'm not getting anything extra for this. So then I just finally went back and I was like, okay. And then all that happens and then you see the Union Cross players' names and you're just spamming. That was awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I was was like, holy crap, that's so cool. Like in a a game full of, oh my God, I love this moments. That might be like my favorite like moment. Yeah. Because you're watching just being like, what the hell is Sora going to do? You know, and then, <clears throat> you know, I guess the femur's heart or something shows up and then all the keyblades come and then it's just Union Cross and you're just all the names of players scrolling by. I was like, that's what a, what a great touch. What a great shout out to fans, basically, you know, yeah. and I, I feel I like that's cool. That might be my sort of general feeling about the game in general, you know, like. I think with the lingering will moments some people being like, oh, it's just fan service. Like kind of the whole game is fan service in a way, but not like in a cheap way. I, I think in a sense that they were like, they knew what they had to accomplish in terms of like the story beats and the cool moments, you know, to satisfy people that have been following it and really investing in the lore, you know, for as long as we have. Um, yeah. I personally feel like they really delivered on that, even though there are some threads that are left dangling. Which, we'll probably, which I'm which I'm gonna get to when you, you rescue Aqua. That's amazing. You get to fight Shadow Aqua. Yeah, that was Aqua. awesome. And then you save her. Great moment when you save her. And then you like immediately go to Castle Oblivion, turn it into the land of departure. Which I was like, holy shit, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go go to rescue Ventus, but then Vanita shows up, and then just watching, 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 and then Aqua's like, no, I'm gonna fight him, and I'm like. Yeah, my ears like perked up. I'm like, wait a second, did I hear that right? Wait, I get to play as Aqua. Wait, yeah, and then you get to play as Aqua. And I think I texted you like what my reaction was, but I was just literally like, "Holy crap, I love this game!" You know, just yeah. because. I mean, maybe it's dumb, but just being able to play as Riku two or three times and getting to play as Aqua even once was is enough to make me be like, "This game gets kind of what I wanted out of it." You know. I have one complaint about that, and I was going to get to it, but. Um, Another really, really awesome moment, um, in my opinion, comes very shortly after this, and it's it's in the Keyblade Graveyard during like the whole maze, is when uh, evil Riku is living inside of Riku, and he's like, "Here's a replica," and he's like, "No, save yourself." Like we, he's like, "Nah, there's already a Riku here. Like you guys don't need me." It's like you're sacrificing yourself for for Namine, and I was like, "Holy crap, that's so cool." Um, and right. then shortly after, when you're with Kyrie and Lee, mm-hmm. and you're fighting, there. you're fighting a hooded person with a keyblade. I'm like, I knew Shion was going to be in this game, and I knew that right. it was going to have relevance. And then as soon as 
Shion realizes that and like they're about like Axel's well, Lee um, is about to lose. That's what saves Roxas to come out. And he's just like, then you f- fight Shion or you fight with Shion and Roxas. And my only complaint was like, damn it, I really wanted to play as Roxas. Yeah. But, but especially, especially because I, like you can see how powerful he is in that battle too. You just like, oh yeah, he's just like messing everything up. That's what I mean. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, I wanted to play as Roxas so, so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was really cool that, you know, finally Sora and Roxas got to fight on the same side. I was like, this is everything I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of how I think, again, the whole game is just like, yes, that's what I wanted same to thing, Yes, Same thing with uh, Aqua and Ben fighting alongside Sora. It's like, mm-hmm. everybody wanted that. Like, come on. Like, mm-hmm. We get to see uh, Ventus and Roxas in the same shot at one point. You know, like, it's all... Yeah. You know, it, like all it all came full circle. <clears throat> um, yeah, I was actually, for whatever reason, I wasn't expecting Shion to show up at the end as one of the villains. Uh, because they had been like they had foreshadowed that there was like a third heart connected to Sora's and I just assumed that that must be Shion and then rather than them sort of like doing anything with that they ended up having it be like I mean what they did which is oh she's evil but actually not evil you know she's being used as one of their vessels but actually you know she'll be good so I think that was a nice nice way to handle that moment I guess and uh yeah and then the touching moment between lee roxas and yeah everybody used to hug and her yeah the the one clever thing they did i, I know we're literally all over the place mm-hmm. because there's just so much information that we haven't talked about yet um i love the scene where everybody's like all gathered in master yen sits and axel is just like he's like oh my god just another thing we have to explain yeah he's right? like there's so much backstory or something like that yeah, and he's like, "Wait, you remember me?" And Ven's like, "Yeah, yeah." We're <laughs> and he's friends. like, "And I'm like, yo, this is so awesome, mm-hmm. so awesome." Yeah, yeah, I, I liked all that stuff. And then you have, um, before talking about like those end, those ending moments again, uh, you had referred to like the the Keyblade Legacy people. So, like, you have, like, when Marluxia dies, I guess, fades away, he uh, he mentions about how he remembers who he was, which I think is interesting because we uh, pretty confidently know that he is was one of the Union leaders in Union Cross, so he is a Keyblade wielder himself, you know, which is sort of, I mean, like, like you said, Zemnas refers to that, you know, but we've only actually seen Lorian, Marluxia, and Elrena Larxene in that game, you know, so. Yeah. Um, I so, thought, so, go ahead. I was going to say, so him, him saying that he, like, remembers, he's starting to remember himself, I think is very important at the end there. Um, something I thought they did well was the whole thing with Saix and... Um, and Axel, I, I'll call him Axel because I hate calling him Lee. Um, the game hates calling him Lee too because he keeps telling everybody to call him Axel. Yeah, exactly, which is funny. Um, and oh, I thought again, I thought that was funny when when Ven was like, "Wait, who's Axel?" Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he's like, "That's when 
he goes, oh, great, just more we have to explain. Um, but the whole thing between Axel and Sykes, and then he's like, you know, you you fell to that, and he's like, I'll see you soon, Isa. And then at the very end, like all of them are sitting up on top of the clock tower, just mm-hmm. you know, much ice cream. I was like, that was a nice touch. Yeah, yeah. They get the okay, game. so now, so now instead of you know gushing over really awesome scenes, a um, couple things I want to address. One, one thing that really pissed me off to begin with when it first happened, Xehanort takes. Kyrie, and then he just hacks her down right in yeah. front of you and i was like you have got to be yes yeah, kidding me murders her yeah i was like you have got to be kidding me that pissed me off so bad and and it has relevance to the story at the very end um which is the other point i wanted to bring up future of kingdom hearts right sora's gone he's nowhere to be found he was lost using the power of waking which they didn't explain exactly how they didn't explain how he would be lost, but that he wouldn't be able to come back. So well, we don't know necessarily. Uh, in San Francisco, young Xehanort has a line where he's talking about, it's a little muddy because he first mentions how like the Lich is designed, is a not designed. The Lich is a heartless that drags hearts deeper into darkness. And then he says that the power of waking uh, is traveling between hearts to move between worlds and he compares it he's like you know it's not moving between worlds in search of hearts it's moving between hearts in search of worlds i think is the line yeah you know so basically like what sora does is you know travel through the connections between people rather than like world to world you know so basically like It's a little, con- little confusing, I guess, because of the fact that like Kyrie apparently is fine and alive at the end there. So somehow she came back, you know. So we don't know. He if, saved like, her. Well, we don't. We don't even know if he saved her. You know, somebody right. saved her. But like, if he's right. back, like to me, it sort of doesn't make sense that he would have saved her and brought her back, but not himself back. You know. So that's why we have this question of what happened to him at the end. Where is he? You know. And then there's the secret movie. And why is she? But where? Why is she crying as well? Right. Well, I'm crying, I guess, because he's not there. You know. Right. Um, which makes sense, I think. Sort of like no matter what, you know. Right. And also probably knowing that he disappeared, you know, while searching for her. Yeah. You know. Um, but then there's a secret movie that has Sora wake up in a city. And then Riku is also there. And then Yozora from Miram Rex is there. And then a guy in a black cloak is there. And I was, uh, I was reading about it. And apparently that the city that they're in is, is actually a Shibuya in Japan, which is apparently where Miram Rex takes place. Like in the fake trailer, you can see like a sign that is like an actual sign in Shibuya apparently. So that kind of like confirms that they are actually like in that game's world, basically. So, I mean, who knows if that is actually going to be an actual thing, you know, for the future of Kingdom Hearts. Um, I remember when I played the Virum Rex thing, I was just like, yo, I'd play that game. Like if, <laughs> if Square decided to actually make it, 
you know, so it's kind of hilarious to think about the idea that they may have actually meant to do that, you know? Right. Um, There's another two thing, big things I want to touch base on. Right. So the, right before the secret ending, mm-hmm. Zigbar. Right. Zigbar was the keeper of the box. Yes. Which they didn't know the open. whole time. Which they didn't open. Yeah. I'm pissed. I've actually come I've actually come around on that a little bit. Um on I was. I should say on I what's was in the pissed. box. <clears throat> so um yeah, so we find out that Zigbar is actually Lucio. He was Lucio, he was Lucio the whole time. Um if you if you read the secret reports in the game, the last three of them are written by him. So you get an uh, a sense of like what he was doing in his like mind state at the time. And he refers to the fact that um I think I actually have it pulled up here. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Um that like part of the Master of Masters design or whatever was for um, the second keyblade, the second keyblade were to happen for a real Kingdom Hearts to be summoned. And then the Lost Masters would return. And then the Master of Masters would return. So I know there are a lot of people, one of the main theories about what's in the box. Um, the two main theories were that it was the Keyblade, which I didn't believe, and obviously was not the case because they summoned the Keyblade, um, or the Master of Masters himself, <laughs> which I actually like. That doesn't make sense because he gave him the box. Yeah, but if he kept his essence inside of it or something like that, you know, it could be a more convenient way to travel to the future versus what Lushu had to do, but just swap bodies endlessly, you know? And meanwhile, the uh, the foretellers were, you know, as far as I know, like dead, I think, the entire time until Kingdom Hearts was opened and he somehow summoned them back, you know, except for Ava, who is elsewhere for some reason. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's going to obviously tie into the future. Also, I read um, that, so the scene that happens right after that scene, when he's like, oh, I have a really long story for you guys. And then it cuts to young Xehanort and young Ericus, and they're playing chess again. So Ericus lines up seven dark pieces, seven black pieces, excuse me. And then like with one white piece is like, oh, here, watch. And then smash cuts to black. Um the the seven pieces um five of them are like the heads on them are the same animals that the foretellers wear on their heads and then um i forget what this one of them is uh, presumably it stands for lucio who does i don't know if he has like a symbol um and then the other one is like the heart with like the sort of frilly stuff around it is the same symbol that's on the Book of Prophecies. So obviously it must stand in for the Master of Masters symbol. You know, so um, versus one light piece, maybe Sora comes back and fights the seven of them as 
they're all evil now or something. You know, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Interesting. It's the future. So before we dive way deep in the lore again, yeah, let's back this it. is because that you know the that's totally. I mean, it's relevant to because it all is presented in three. Yeah, I mean, if I, if you just can like make one like I guess final note about it is that like this is all just sort of because of trying to make connections about where the next where the rest of the Kingdom Hearts series is going to go. You know, obviously they're continuing this story in Union Cross that's going to bring us up to the point where you know, we find out, I guess, how Ventus gets to where he is, you know? Um, especially since we know for sure that that is the same Ventus because his Chirithi shows up at the end. Um, well, I totally called that. I was his Chirithi when you meet him in the final world. But anyway, um, and then obviously the next stage of the story, whether it deals with the VRM Rex stuff or not, is obviously going to be addressing the, the foretellers returning Zigbar slash Lucio. <clears throat> Which, if you recall, I also called. I said, "Why is Zigbar acting like he's the one who's in charge here?" You know, when he was talking to Zemnus and Ansem, and mm-hmm. it was because he secretly had his own shit going on. That's why. <laughs> yep. You're like Zigbar's being like aggressive, like he's above everyone. Yeah. It's like, like oh no, he's onto it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I had like guesses. I I had the same thoughts. I was like, wait, why is Zigbar talking to them? Like he runs the place. Like that's weird. Um, one last final thought. Um, you had texted me about this, but Roxas still having two keyblades. Yes. You had said that it doesn't really make sense because right. he is he no longer has like the heart of Sora. Well, well, Snoop, So the the original explanation for why he's able to wield two keyblades is because he absorbs Shion at the end of three five eight days. Oh, right, right, right. And then when he returns to Sora, Sora gains the ability to use two keyblades um i mean i personally don't i mean it rocks his sort of signature is being able to wield two keyblades so if they want to give him two keyblades at the end of the game like that's fine whatever <laughs> i'm not gonna lose sleep over it <clears throat> uh, i just did think it was kind of funny like it didn't really line up anymore with where this where the story was at basically <laughs> right cool so uh the whole game okay wrap picture. it up Big big picture. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people shitting on this game right now. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on people shitting on it, or like my opinion of of what I thought? Your of opinion the on the game. <laughs> so I, I don't care game, about the people. Uh, I was actually just at Best Buy a little while ago, and I was like, tried. I spoke to like the cashier who was there when I bought the game, and he was like, "Yeah, I got mixed feelings about it, man. Kingdom Hearts Two is my favorite game of all time, but this one, I feel like, you know, didn't live up as much." Um, I liked it a lot. All right, let me let me rephrase that so I sound more enthusiastic. Um, I loved it. Unequivocally loved it. Um, I have like really minor problems with it. Like I said, I didn't really care for like the tangled level chunks of certain levels. I didn't care for. Um, but like to me, all that stuff is like minor. Uh, also there are like yeah there are a couple things that don't necessarily line up like the whole thing with roxas and why does he have two keyblades um but and like and i also wish that they had delivered on the keyblade legacy thing i wish that they had opened the box i wish that no more hadn't lied to us about the box 
Yeah, that, that's like my main and uh, like one of my only complaints on the game is that the box is still closed. Yeah, I'm wondering if there's if there's you know some DLC that's coming that it's going to open it. I mean, because well, they said the epilogue wasn't gonna wasn't on the disc, but that scene is called epilogue, so presumably that came in on a patch. Um, so yeah, so they didn't open the box, but like I'm I'm okay with that stuff because I would rather them push that to a new game, which you know we speculated the Union Cross stuff was set up for a future game anyway. You know, so I had that in the back of my mind. Like, I knew the Master and Masters wasn't supposed to show up in this game, you know. So even if they had opened right. the box, it would be just, like, a tease for what was to come anyway. So, like, I'm kind of okay with them pushing that because, like, it can just live in my head for a little while longer. That's fine. Um, like I said, I wish that they had delivered on, like, the the Keyblade Wielders thing. Um I noticed that like Demix kind of just disappears after he delivers Anson the Wise. So he's still like in play basically. Yeah. He's one of the good guys now. Even though so we is don't... Vexen. Yeah, well, I mean, but Vexen isn't one of the Keyblade wielders. Uh, oh, right. Um, so, you know, but then, but Marluxia, Larxene, and uh, Luke Sword are elsewhere basically at this point. Um, so that would have been cool to see. Oh, I'm trying to think of like whether like complaints I might have had. Um, I think there was just in terms of like side content, there was like, well, I was I was disappointed that there was no Colosseum. Um, to do like those kind of fights, I don't. I also though will follow up that by saying like I don't feel like it would have been necessary for me to do any of them because the game wasn't really even. On, I played it on proud mode the first time, didn't even feel like I ever had. I never had a grind or anything, you know, I didn't even do, yeah. I did one of the uh, battle gates in the last labyrinth just to see what it was, but like, I didn't need it, you know, and now if I'm going to go back into the game and, you know, 100% I get the platinum, get the sword level 99, there are those battle gates in the game that I guess kind of fill that void of going to a Coliseum and fighting, you know, so I guess that's whatever. Um, and then I didn't really do like any of the gummy phone mini games. I did some cooking with Remy and then like forgot about it basically. And then like the Winnie the Pooh level was kind of a letdown because it was just three or four versions of the same mini game. Um, <coughs> and like, I feel like I'm trying to like fish for things that bother me about it because like overall, like I really enjoyed my experience and I feel like I got out of it everything that I wanted, you know? In terms of, in terms of like the main core narrative, you know, that the game set out to deal with and answer, you know, everything lined up, you know, Perfect. fan theories. What's it? Perfectly balanced. Yes, perfectly balanced. As all things should be. Uh, yeah, light and dark and perfect balance. Um, but yeah, I feel like I feel like all that stuff worked out, you know. And like I said before, all of the stuff that they left dangling is all like stuff that is more from like the Union Cross background, you know. Um, which, like I said, I was already expecting to be the tie-in, the lead into the next thing, you know. Which uh, I have thoughts on real quick once we're done. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna, I'll wrap up here by just by saying like I'm totally floored by the idea that Sora, like, doesn't come back even though Kyrie is still back. Like I'm. 
not 100% sure how to feel about that. And if, if they had wrapped everything up with a nice neat bow and then done that, I would have been like, well, you can't end the series this way, you know, but the fact that they've said even before, like a year ago, they said, this isn't the end of kingdom hearts as a series is the end of this particular chunk of it. You know, like I understand Sora's probably coming back in some form, you know, and it would even be cool to play as, you know, just Riku for an entire game or something. You know what I mean? Like, and I guess you sort of half got that in, in Dream Drop, but and that was my one of my favorite games. So right. yeah, I think mean, that's one. Of the I, also, I also, I also love. My Sleep is also is also maybe maybe the best game in the series. You know, and you don't play a sword in that one at all. So uh, I don't know. It's it's sort of a weird ending to tack on during you know right before the credits roll. But in terms of them trying to, I get why they did it, you know, like I've said, like, I don't know if I've mentioned it on here before. I know I've said this to you, like in private, like my thing about Kingdom Hearts, its story, whether it's convoluted or whatever, is that like, you're not jumping into just like a game in a series, you know, it's not like the it's not like the, I think maybe we're spoiled by the Marvel Cinematic Universe in the sense that you can kind of jump into any of those movies and figure out what's happening. Like this is season eight of Game of Thrones, basically, you know? You can't jump into that and expect to understand like what's happening on a plot level. You know, if you want to just play the game, like that's fine. Like I'm not going to tell anybody not to do that. Um, and I have, I have a response to that real quick. But, but knowing that this is you know, the season of Kingdom Hearts has ended and a new season will happen in the future. Like, I'm fine with that, you know? So I guess that's probably the end of my ramble. And that's why... Um, this is what I... I actually replied to someone saying this. The people that did not like this game is because, A they completely skipped over all the information in Union Cross. Mm -hmm. Or B, they haven't played all of the games because they they think that it should just be one, two, three. Right. And they don't understand that the side games aren't actually side games. They're all relevant into the story. Right. And there's there's a few minor things like people are annoyed that like Oh, it's just a Disney level, but like, and then there's random cutscenes after after that. But that's how Kingdom Hearts has always been. It's been you're going to a world for this reason, you know. You get caught up in the Disney story, and then something usually happens at the end of it that right, you know brings you back on. on the push the story. That is what it's always been. So for people to complain about that for this game, it's ridiculous because that's what the, this series has always been. Right. You know. Um, so again, I think the people that didn't like the game just aren't as caught up on the lore as we are and like are super excited about everything that actually happened because it's like, mm -hmm. I'm sure as soon as P Maleficent brought up the black box, people were like, what the fuck? Like, what is that? Like, I don't know what that is. Like, people that have never even touched Union Cross, you know? Um, and same thing with like all the information, like especially like the ending, the epilogue, that's going to confuse anybody that knows nothing about that. Right. So I don't know. There, there's a popular video out right now that um, 
someone brought up in, in one of our comments that I replied to. Normally, I, I agree with some of the stuff that the, the YouTuber says, but I, I disagree on this one because he, he gave Kingdom Hearts a one, basically. He said it was horrible. Right. Yeah, and I, I was like, that after I saw your comment. And yeah. I, right, I'm with you. I mean, I'm kind of over the whole well, Kingdom Hearts is confusing thing at this point. Because, because we understand it because we actually read into it. <laughs> yeah, well, not even not even just that because like I don't actually think that you that it requires like extracurricular reading, you know. Right. It's like it's like what I said before about you know is being season season eight of Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? Like you, I, I just have a hard time feeling sympathy for people that will knowingly put themselves in that position because it's a meme that Kingdom Hearts doesn't make sense. You know, and they'll jump in and be like, oh, well, let's see how bad it really is. And they'll go, oh, my God, this is such a mess. You know, like, I've seen some people, like, just using your example of, like, the black box thing, when she's like, I'm looking for this black box. Like, you don't need to have an answer to that because we don't know what's in the black box. You know? Right. We just know that it exists. So I have seen some people, like, from the jump on a, in Olympus when she says that, complaining about that kind of stuff. You know, and, I, and, and my response is just that, like, you don't need an answer to every single thing as it's happening, you know, like I forget, I forget if it was a video you mentioned or if it was something else that I read where it was somebody saying that, you know, like the stuff was just happening, you know, with no explanation. And like, I really disagree with that because of the fact that it all makes sense. You know, when Vanitas shows up in Monstropolis, like, he's there for a reason and you can understand that reason if you listen to even what he's saying, you know, like I felt that, that this game actually did a pretty good job of explaining its story as it was happening, you know, but then you get people complaining that there's too much exposition and that the game isn't just letting things happen. It's like, well, you can't have it both ways. Like if you don't know the whole story going into it, they have to tell you somehow, you know? Yeah. And that's another thing people, people were complaining about like how many cutscenes are wearing. It's like, what did you want? Like, it's a big game trying to wrap up an entire story of how many yeah. years. What were you expecting? I personally love the fact that there were that many cutscenes because it they were all done super well. Right. And it gave you valid story points. Instead of complaining about the cutscenes, you should have just shut up and watched them so that you understood the story. But, you know, I, I, I'm done ranting. I, I love the game. I know you love the game. Right. I'm not going to bash on anybody else's opinion, but, you know, they're entitled to it. But I, I love the game, and I'm standing by that. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think it just comes from, like, a place of, of frustration, you know, when it's like, like I said, like, I you know, I have problems with a lot of, like, the levels at some points and in a lot of the, the mini games and, and gimmicks and things like that. But also in, in the video you referenced, there's a point where he says that um, that the Disney worlds are just like, I'm sort of like paraphrasing, but uh, basically like the, the Disney worlds are sort of like side, you know, junk to distract you up until the developers can tell the story they really want to tell, which is just anime characters punching each other. And when I heard that, I was just like, well, yeah, <laughs> like, why is that a problem? Like, that's that's literally the story of the game, you know? Like, I think it's it's weird. Sometimes people complain that there's too much Disney and some people complain that there's not enough Disney, you know? But even like you said, like this is 
this is what the series is, you know? That's how it's always been. So I don't understand where that's coming from. Is it because you just took like a 14 year break and you're, you, you haven't played it or like, it's well, very also, comparable to all the previous games. Like that's that's all I'm saying. Yeah, because I, I get it if you don't like it in general, but the argument that like it's it's inferior to the previous games because of that, yeah, definitely doesn't doesn't hold water for me because it's like you're you're misremembering those games, you know, if you think that. And it's, like I, like I told you when I replayed Kingdom Hearts One, is that I played um, when I played Dream Drop. I made the comment about how like a lot of those worlds felt really small and you're in a lot of like condensed hallways, which I later realized is because of the flow motion system. Um, But I had this idea in my head that Kingdom Hearts 1 had these really big levels, which it doesn't. Like that game has really small tight quarters um, up until like Hollow Bastion is the only level that I would consider approaching something big and explorable. You know, maybe Cave of Wonders in Aladdin, you know? Uh, right. Neverland is, you know, eight rooms on a pirate ship. You know, you can't really move around, do anything in there. You know, and it was sort of more Kingdom Hearts two that ends up opening up the level design a lot better. You know, um, but like that was a problem with me. Like I didn't necessarily realize that until I went back to play the original one. But like that was a problem with like my perspective on the game. Like it's not a fault of the game itself. You know, it's been Mimi for a while to dunk on Kingdom Hearts for being silly and convoluted. You know, but. Like I haven't met a single serious fan of the series that doesn't acknowledge that openly and be like, hell yeah, I love that, you know? Exactly. Like the, the silly anime bullshit is like what I'm here for, you know? <laughs> exactly. I'd like to recommend it to people that haven't played the other ones if you just want to try it. But like I said, like just chill out on the story. Like you don't need to understand everything all at right once. Right in the moment. Yeah. You know? Yeah, just like let it because you know like Sora doesn't necessarily understand you know everything that's happening all at once because he doesn't have you know the omniscience that the audience has to see every character's perspective every time they're in a cutscene you know so um you're sort of more like him if you don't 100% know what's happening like and that's okay just like let it happen just watch you know enjoy the gameplay you know learn the systems um mess around in combat don't just hit the x button you know move around a bit <laughs> it's a lot of fun when you move around i promise yeah um any closing thoughts um i mean i have tons but we've already been talking for about an hour about an hour yeah when it was supposed to be short <laughs> yep and i knew that would happen um so we'll we'll probably we may as well start a series about kingdom hearts lore yeah probably um but I don't know. Final thoughts. Like I said, I really love the game. I think for people like us that are really invested in it and understand what they're trying to accomplish, it was a great game. And for, you know, people that are, you know, I don't, I don't even know how to approach that, but the people that are very like into memeing it and saying that it's convoluted and doesn't make sense. And it's just like, you know, Disney and then whatever, but I loved it. I don't really care what other people thought about it. Um, right. Like as far as like the negativity, um, but all around really good game. My only, my only wish is that they had final fantasy characters in it. Cause there were none in this one. Yeah. So. yeah. It's funny going back to my, to our earlier video when I mentioned that I hadn't, seen any, I hadn't seen any yet. And I was like, Oh yeah. There's, and that's, 
there's there's toys in Toy Story. But that's but that's why I said like mm, like when you mentioned that I don't know if you like saw my face. In that I saw video. your face, yeah, but I wasn't. I was like, does he mean that they're not going to show up at all? And I'm not going to see them for a long time. You know, I wasn't sure how to. Yeah. Literally, the only one is Cloud at the very beginning, and he's just very briefly mentioned. Cloud and Orange also mentioned. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine with it. Because again, because yeah, even I'm like cool with with, even with the Disney stuff, it's like I'm not even really. I'm not even really there for the Disney stuff anymore. You know, to me, like that's window dressing. That's the context to get to the story that I'm interested in, you know, like, yeah. like I didn't, like, I, I didn't watch the, you know, trailers and things like that because I wanted to be surprised like the world I'm exploring, but like primarily I'm more interested in what's the story of Sora and Kingdom Hearts itself, yeah. you know? Not exactly. Worlds. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. I think we'll have more to say on the future of the series in general as we uncover things from the secret side of Kingdom Hearts. And the union um, cross updates as they come out. And union cross updates as they come out. Yeah. Because I'm going to start playing that. I'm going to start playing it more. I, I did start it a while ago, but I'm going to start playing it more. Yeah, you should. I mean, you have time because even like the stuff that I mentioned is happening right now. Uh, it's happening right now in Japan. So there's technically the English version doesn't have a lot of that stuff yet. Um, so yeah, you got plenty of time to catch up. <laughs> cool. Um, cool. So that's Kingdom Hearts 3 for now. Um, we are going to be doing streams of that. Spence, you want to mention them one more time? So, yep. Uh, as, the, as I mentioned in the previous video, if you made it that far, uh, and if you're making it this far, I am going to be making a schedule that I'm going to be posting to Twitter about when I am going to do a world by world type of stream. So I'll probably do one world per stream. Mm -hmm. um, so that way we can post it to our channel and you guys can enjoy that. Um, and more details to come on Twitter at brotherly love G one. Dope. Um, and I'm also continuing to blog about the game on my own blog on alexstrand.com um, I'm actually a little bit behind right now because um, <laughs> the, uh, the <coughs> I'm dying here the, um, the ending is so long um, I didn't know how to like break it up to write about it so I'm like behind on that uh, but those are going to be coming and then I'm going to be doing more thoughts on that as well as I continue to play through it and then of course like we said we'll probably be doing some more lore dumps and things like that on here just because there's so much more to talk about still I and mean, who knows when the next game's coming right uh, so that's going to be it for now uh like us and subscribe on youtube if you're watching this on youtube if you're listening to the audio please leave us a review on itunes so that itunes will tell people that people like us uh, until then i've been alex that guy's been spence and I think I plugged everything we need to plug. So let's wrap it up now. <laughs> we'll talk to everybody next time. Goodbye. See ya.